Hello. Johnny, it's Paul. The man, the myth, the legend. What's up? I'm on page 102 of your book. I dove into the deep end. Really? I appreciate you getting that. Yes. I wrote it for, you know, rookies and guys in their first year. So I don't, I hope it adds value to a veteran like yourself, but I appreciate the support. Yes. Yes. I, I, I've got a few things out of it, my man. I like your, um, your analogy of Chick-fil-A. I really liked your analogy of, uh, how you decided to take over your body, you mm. know, your, your mind and your body again. And, uh, yeah, I, I got a few, a few, I got a few dingers in there, buddy. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take their businesses to the next level. Join us as we chat with green industry leaders to discover best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, friends? I am excited for today's interview with Johnny Mo. I've been watching Johnny on the YouTube for years and really have tried to secure this interview for about a year and a half and very appreciative that we're finally able to get on Johnny's schedule. He is a busy guy, got a big uh, basketball game. He's a coach's basketball in the winter. He's got a big game coming up this week. So he's Bill Bella checking it in the film room, getting all prepared. So we appreciate him taking the time to share with us today about his business, about how he's actually you know, doing well in his relationships. He's been married for 20 years. He has two daughters and he's involved in their lives, coaching their teams, being at their games. So he's going to teach us how he's done the work-life balance and financially how to have a gob of a gob in the bank account. Johnny actually, listen to this, he saves his money by Labor Day for his winter fund. And then he's so successful at this in the winter, he typically doesn't even need to touch the winter fund or very limited. And so then he's got his big pile of money before the season even starts. He's able to reinvest and and put it in a separate account. And uh, just really cool to hear how he's beefed up his checking accounts while building his business, has found peace while building his lawn maintenance business and has healthy, thriving relationships. And so this is something that is very important as we build our businesses that we really start with the end in mind. And so Johnny's going to break it down how he mentally prepares like it's a football season or a basketball game with beginning with the end in mind, developing that game plan so that we can win financially, relationally, and really enjoy these lawn maintenance businesses. Hey, thanks to a new sponsor of the show, Graham Spray Equipment. You guys know Jason Creel has been using them for a while. Russell Skipper, who does my fertilizer and weed control, he's bought two rigs from them. And I didn't even realize they're in my backyard here in the Atlanta area. I was able to go there and uh, meet with their leadership team and uh, hang out with them in person on site. And uh, we look forward to sharing more information with you about Graham Spray Equipment here out of Douglasville, Georgia. And of course, thanks to our show sponsors, the Hardscape Academy, Debt-Free Landscaper, and Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. So without further ado, here is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for me. I'm very thankful to get to meet first time talking in person with Johnny Moe and uh, getting to interview him. So let's roll that music, Mr. Producer, and get into our interview with the man, the myth, the legend, Johnny Moe. All right, friends, today on the show, we're interviewing an absolute legend, a guy that I, definitely a top five favorite YouTuber of mine from Pennsylvania, no other than Johnny Moe. What's up, Johnny? Hey, Paul, how are you? How are you doing out there? Good. Good to be on your podcast. 
Well, it's a blessing to have you here, man. I absolutely love you down in your basement with your uh, Johnny Mo logo behind you and your Jets paraphernalia and uh, just know your numbers, know your numbers, know your numbers. You, you, ha- you had so much value on your YouTube channel. It's an honor to get to talk to you, sir. Oh, I appreciate it. It's an honor to finally, we've tried this for what, a year and a half now? I think, yeah, I think close to a year and a half and uh, it's good to, to finally connect. So you were on Fullerton's podcast, correct? I was. So I was. it's kind of a competition who, who can get the big fish first. So, so Brian beat me on that one, but uh, it's an <laughs> honor uh, to have you on the show for somebody who's not in the YouTube community and maybe has never watched the Johnny Mo uh, inspirational video. Uh, give us a quick bio. Well, uh, I've been in business. Uh, I'm going into business now. This will be my 25th year. Um, I started out from being asked to take a semester off of college, <laughs> meaning, you know, uh, I fell out and uh, working construction during the day and tending bar at night. Uh, I met a landscape guy. And he came in, he always talked about having employee troubles and what he paid. And um, me, myself, I was making $8 an hour. At, well, I'm sorry, at that time, I was making $5 an hour because minimum wage was $4.75 or even four and a quarter. And uh, he was paying his guys between 8 and $15 an hour. And that's how this thing started. I, I went to the end of the bar and I said, hey, you know, what would you pay me? I started out with him making $8 an hour. Uh, after one week, I was making 10. And, you know, back in those days, in 1996, that was, you know, fresh out of college with no, no, uh, no real job aspirations. Uh, I felt that I was king of the world. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, fast forward 2014, you know, much like yourself, you know, uh, burnout basically from the business, to be honest with you, uh, at that point was running two crews. And 2014, and I was just burnt out. I was coming home, and to be honest with you, Paul, I, I was actually sitting in my bedroom in the dark around seven o'clock every night, um, depressed, wondering why I was doing this business. And uh, I just clicked on YouTube. Uh, I, I wasn't a YouTube guy. I didn't watch YouTube very much, and I don't know what I did. I don't know what I searched, but Greg Chisholm came up, Peak the Freak, and he had a video that just almost rolled me out of bed laughing. You know, he, he had a video where, you know, he would head someone's sidewalk without their permission and just leave. Like he would just go over, he'd go find overgrown um, edge sidewalks that needed edged out and he would go do it and leave. And I don't know what it was, but it just made me laugh so hard. And then I started watching his videos and I started realizing that he was going through, even though I was a little bit larger company than he was, uh, he went through some of the same fights and battles that I was. And I found it just for whatever reason, I found comfort in it. And uh, I started watching all the other YouTube channels at that time. You know, Keith Kelf has popped up. Spencer's popped up and I would watch their journeys and I don't know what happened in 2014, but I got a passion back for the business. And, and one of the videos that just when, when Sean Spencer got his first BR 600, it was a big backpack blower and I was just so excited for him. 
And uh, it just made me started to appreciate the little things that, that this business has allowed me to do. And um, then I started doing YouTube because I noticed that there was a, a little niche in there watching all these guys, but there was no real business guy in there at that mm-hmm. time. Uh, you had Keith Kelpis, who was, you know, running around telling everyone, you know, work, 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 work to your drop. And then, you know, and you know, he had great, great following and there was just no real business guy in there. And I felt that I could help some people out since Greg helped me out and the other guys have helped motivate me. I thought that maybe I could do the same thing. And here we are. I'm doing a podcast, what, six, seven years later with Mr. Paul Jameson. What's crazy, Johnny, is I just did an interview last night. The guest was in Australia. He's a 13-year-old kid. And I asked him, I said, how did you get started? He said, when I was eight years old, my parents let me finally get on YouTube. And I was watching YouTube. And I started watching this guy named Geek the Freak. And he'd sit there. And and this eight-year-old in Australia is watching Greg Chisholm do these, you know, little yards, $25 yards with his, what, 21-inch Troy belt? mower yeah yeah and the eight-year-old was like i want to do that mom i want to do that mom and so his parents told him if you do enough chores we'll buy you the mower and so he kept doing the chores and he just wanted to be like greg chisholm and then he's nine years old and he got a mower age nine now he's 13 years old and he has eight accounts all because of in 2014 same thing the the youtube algorithm featured greg and 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 johnny mo in pennsylvania's business gets resurrected and then in australia an eight-year-old kid grows up now he's 13. And, uh, did you know, I got to spend the night at his, uh, Greg Chisholm's house a couple months ago. I did not. I, I haven't, I, I, I haven't really spoke to Greg since his disappearance. Um, we were actually kind of pretty tight there. We talked weekly. And then once he dropped off the face of the earth, I, I, I really, you know, I texted him a couple times and we just never connected ever again. Uh, I did reach out to him since I've seen his channel is back up, not quite the same as what it was, but, uh, you know, I reached out to him. He, he did a little video about the three weed whackers. And I remember I sent him a weed whacker and I said, yeah, that, I remember that, that video. I remember when you said that was awesome. Tell, t- tell us about that. Well, at that time, at that time, uh, we were all pretty tight, you know, at that time, you know, Stanley, Stanley had just gotten involved, uh, Keith, uh, Brian from Top Notch, and myself, we were all, we, we were actually had some conference calls together on, on some things that we were thinking about doing throughout the United States there. And uh, so we were all kind of tight. And, um, you know, at that time, we were thinking about, you know, blessing other companies. With, with things and, and Geek the Freak had already been doing that and I had just bought that Weed Whacker and I wasn't a fan of it. I bought it because of him because he liked it so much and I said, you know what, I'm going to send it to him. I'm going to send it to him, you know, to be a blessing to him um, because of, you know, um, what he had, you know, done for me is keeping me inspired. Um, without YouTube, I don't know how much further I would have went past 2014. I think if someone would have given me a, a considerable job offer i might have i might have jumped ship at, at that point you know without the youtube community um i wasn't best friends with everybody but it was inspiring to just to watch everybody and you know for me to send him that weed whacker was was just it was great and then he ended up 
blessing another guy with a full setup, a lawn care setup. And then we just, at that time, we were sending equipment all over the United States, just being a blessing to the community. But then, um, unfortunately, uh, things got a little out of control and people started getting upset and, you know, saying, you know, why aren't you giving me the equipment? You know, started really keyboard keyboard warrior type stuff. And it kind of ruined that little, we had a nice little thing going on there. It yeah. started out with good intention. Yeah, there was a, it got to, go ahead. Then it got to the point where it was like, if you didn't send me a backpack blower, well, why didn't you send me the backpack blower? And then it was like, well, you know, it was out of the goodness of our heart. We really looked for people to bless. I mean, uh, we, we really were sending some serious equipment out there for a little bit. But as as you know, um, it, it's starting to come back a little bit. I'm starting to see guys do more of that. They're giving away equipment, you know, being a blessing and reaching out. I see the community turning the corner again. So it's nice to see. Uh, absolutely. Well, guys, we're going to take a quick break. And coming up, we're going to hear more from Johnny Moe. And I got to hear how he saves money by Labor Day. What a feat. We'll hear more from Johnny Moe coming right up. Your spray rig is the heart and soul of your business. That's why Graham Spray Equipment builds long-lasting rigs designed to minimize downtime, maximize efficiency, and improve your income. And then we back it all up with service and support that will blow you away. We're always working for our customers. Putting you first is why we're second to none. Check out Graham Spray Equipment on Facebook. Visit us at GrahamSE.com or talk to us at 770-942-1617. That's 770-942-1617. Are you ready to make some serious money this winter with snow and ice management services? Are you looking to position yourself as an industry professional and to protect your bottom line from issues like unstable salt prices? Don't get left out in the cold this winter. Head over to DebtFreeLandscaper.com to check out the highly sought-after commercial and residential snow plowing contracts. These agreements are available for Internet download and are easy to edit and make your own. DebtFreeLandscaper.com, the green industry's most professional resource for lawn and landscaping contracts, hiring employees and subcontractors, and where you'll find the same money-making commercial snow contract that numerous contractors like Brian Fullerton have used to dominate the snow and ice management industry. DebtFreeLandscaper.com Head over to DebtFreeLandscaper.com to get access to these incredible resources today and put yourself in a position to plow through the competition. Thanks for listening to the Green Industry Podcast. Once again, here's Paul Jamison. All right, guys, today we are talking with Johnny Moe from Pennsylvania, 2014, burned out with this business, going home 7 p.m. in the dark, just kind of burned out. And then it was like that candle that just about to go out. It, it, it bursts back up the flame. You get resurrected through watching uh, Greg Chisholm on YouTube. Johnny, I want to tell you how this happened real quick. You know, lawn care rookie, Naylor? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, I used to watch him. Yeah. So he... Um, is my friend and, and I was going out for my podcast on tour to, um, the Midwest. We went to Blake Albertson's house, B&B lawn care and, and, and a bunch of guys out in that neck of the woods. And so Naylor says to me, he's like, you know, who else lives out there? And I said, who? He's like, well, we'll geek the freak. He lives around Illinois, Missouri border. And I was like, there's no way we're going to get an interview with geek the freak. And so I, I didn't even, I didn't even ask. I didn't even think, you know, I didn't think it was possible. I didn't even know if he was still alive, you know, cause he kind of disappeared. And so Naylor calls me one af- afternoon. He's like, are you sitting down? And I was like, no, he's like, sit down. 
and uh, he's like, I got us an interview at Greg's house. And he's like, he told us we can spend the night too. And, and uh, I was like, are you, are you joking with me? He's like, no. And um, so this was, this, I was so excited. So we're driving and, and uh, we get there. We're about, a, we're about a mile away, Johnny. And, and Naylor and I are talking the whole time. I picked him up at the airport, St. Louis airport. And we're driving to, to Greg's house and we get about a mile away. The GPS says, you know, almost, you know, it's telling you how close you are. And Naylor stops talking. I stopped talking. We're both kind of nervous. And then we put, it says arrived and we pull into the driveway. We're like, well, I guess this is it. We drive in all slow. And then the garage slowly opens. And then there's Greg Chisholm. He had his uh, geek, the freak lawn care shirt on. And, uh, we, we got to spend a whole day with them. Your, your name did come up and, and that weed eater gift. And, uh, it was just classic getting to hear uh, some of his old stories and he still had the same equipment and uh, he's doing a few yards there in uh, the neighborhood he lives in but he ended up uh, he ended up having 13 billion views on YouTube he, he made another channel that wasn't lawn care related it was um, it was entertaining with his with his daughters and I actually uh, did so successful he was showing us in his closet he had multiple gold play uh uh, trophy things from YouTube and silver plays. And he was showing us all the charts and he ended up doing 13 billion views and, and made a outrageous amount of money and it couldn't have happened to a better guy. And so now he's, you know, he's set for life and he just, he just loves, you can't take the cutting grass out of him. He just likes to do it. He doesn't have to do it for the money anymore, but he just, he just enjoys doing it. So he's, I think he's the president of his HOA. He's in a real nice neighborhood. I mean, really nice neighborhood now he's the president of the hoa and he's he's living the dream man that's awesome glad to hear it glad yeah hear it. and he i mean he's got more money he knows what to do with and he and i was like you know are you retired he's like oh, i gotta still get out there and cut the grass so he'll load up he's got the same truck he'll load up his mower and he'll go mow and then he'll come back and he'll throw in the weed eater and he'll, he'll do it and he has a little system so it's it's great to see his success it's awesome <laughs> i love it I love it. I'm so happy for him. Yeah. Well, speaking of success, uh, Johnny, something th that I've learned from you and I haven't been able to successfully do it. I don't know how you do it, but you talk about saving that winter fund by Labor Day. So, so sh share a little bit about how you've been able to learn to do that over the years. So in 2000, um, I, I took the leap. In 1996, I got my first two loans. In 2000, I took the leap from working for a company to doing it all by myself. So up until that point, I was I had negotiated with my boss to work Monday through Thursday, and then I would work Friday Saturday um, for myself, and every night off of work because I worked about seven to three, and then every night. Well, it got to a point it was like it was either time to jump ship or or, or do it. Now you have to understand that before 2000. I had unemployment because I worked that job from basically March to October. And what happened was my first year, I remember it was in August and I, I was, I was eating lunch at a local pizza shop that I, that I took care of. And the owner came out old, old Italian guy and, you know, had that old, that old New York, broken like hey boy how you doing what's wrong why are you so down on the mouth huh what's wrong with you and uh i said ah, i'm in business for myself and i don't think i'm gonna make it through the winter i make a lot of money but it don't seem like i'm he's hold on i'll be right back he goes in he gets a check out of his checkbook i'm like what is this guy doing so he takes the check and he cuts it in half he gives me half and he keeps the other half he said all you have to do 
is live on half and save the other half. Problem solved. Now smile. Wow. And I just sat there and I was like, you got to be kidding me. It, 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 it can't be that easy. I mean, obviously, if I can live on half, I would. You know what I mean? He said, why can't you live on half? Who said you can't live on half? Why? And I, and then, no, tell me why. Tell me why. And I'm okay, because uh, I built. And he said, do me a favor. Do this for three months and see if it works. If it doesn't work, you don't have to do it. So I left there probably on August 8th, and I did it. Now, before I did this, I had zero dollars in the bank. I was billing out and paying out. So I decided that I was not going to spend anything extra. I was going to do what he said. Well, that winter, I put $6,000 in the bank. And then that was it. That's when the book and the numbers and everything became a passion. And I figured out right away this numbering game, this game I play. Um, in my church, we had to take leadership courses. Um, back in 1998, I graduated uh, Bible college, and we had to take. When I got to this church, I was a part of a very large church. We had to take leadership courses, and one of the leadership courses made you read the book um, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And one of the points in the book it says, "Begin with the end in mind." Mm. So, as restart the beginning of a new year. My mind is on 2022. We're in 2021. I thought about 2020, 2020, 2021 and 2020. So my mind is already in 2022. So for me to have a blessed and prosperous 2022, I got to take care of business in 2021. My mind is already grinding towards that Labor Day goal. My mind right now is focused on that. So what I do is so I'm Sports-minded, I coach basketball. Um, I am huge on uh, the sports atmosphere in four quarters and four periods. And I'm and so I broke my work week down into quarters. So we start in April basically, and we end basically in November. That's how that's how it is. That's how our our season is. Now your season may be, if you might not have an off season. I do. So I realized that I had to save this much money from April to November to get to what I needed to do. So I broke it down from April May is the first quarter, June July is the second quarter, August September is the third quarter, and um, the last two quarters are October November. So what I started learning was that you could not rely a lot of October, November money because grass would slow down. Obviously, leaves would pick up. But after leaves, you were done. All the major projects should have been done by now. Um, most people at the end of the year here, they're putting patio furniture away. Um, they're not coming outdoors anymore. They're, they're, they're gearing up for the winter. So your, your landscape projects are kind of, not there anymore. I noticed the money would go down. So I had to have this money in the bank and I just picked the day labor day. And so what I did is after 2001 is I just, <clears throat> I, I've taken 
I, I not only do I teach uh, Financial Peace University for my church, but I also I've also taken it a couple different times. And because of the budgeting aspect of it, I was able to pinpoint right away how much money I needed to live on. Uh, when you break it down the four walls. Now, I do something a little bit different in business than most companies do. Most companies will separate business from personal. I have found that when you do that, your personal suffers. You got to look at your business as a as the tool to take care of your personal. So when I do my budget, I do the whole budget, like everything that this business pays out for, including my personal bills. What's my water bill at my house? What's my rent at my house? What's my car payments? If I have credit cards, what are my credit cards? Every bill goes into this budget. And at the end of that budget, what that number is, you got to times that by 12. And that's the number you got to crack. And so after November, December's paid for by November. So you have basically you have January, February, March, April. Um, I do up to May 15th, sometimes June 1st, because money doesn't really start rolling in until about May 15th. Like to turn the wheel of the business in April takes a lot of money. So you, you got to make sure you have enough money. So money starts rolling in pretty strong around May 15th, the way I do my billing cycle. So you have to have that money. So right away, I, I begin with the end in mind. I am all about saving. Like as soon as we start working, I am boom, put it away, put it away, put it away, put it away. So you know how much you need to live on. And so that's how I, that's how I did it. And the first couple of years, um, you know, I made it and I was like, Hey, this thing really works. And then I've just done it ever since then. And, uh, and Paul, if I, if I don't want to, I don't have to work in the winter. I can, I can take the year off. I, I do snow plowing. Uh, it's great money up here in the Northeast. Um, it's affected my business in a positive way because it's kept me years ahead. Uh, right now, I, my bills are paid out. I do not have to touch my current winter funds until about March 15th as of right now. So I only need 15 days of money out of my winter fund right now. Wow. Or I'm sorry, a, a month and 15 days. And I just went out and sold it this morning. So I'm, I'm almost positive that, that March is taken care of because we had a huge December. So now we have a surplus of money. So what has happened here is you have five years of surplus because I've been snow plowing and I haven't had to use a winter fund. So now that winter fund gets turned over into a huge savings account and I start to process, over, process all over again. I start the beginning of the year and I zero everything out, even though I last year I did not use a winter fund. So the winter took care uh, all except for, I think, April. I had to pay for April, but that's only one month. And so that's how I, I do it. So I zero out every year and I try to tell people that you can save literally $100,000 in five years and have that in your savings account. You can invest part of that. You can you can then you can start taking chances in life, and you can do that as a solo operator. I'm not saying everyone's going to be able to do it. If it was easy, everyone would. But that's the game I play, and um, you know maybe it'll take you some time to get to that level of saving half of your income. You know, living on half and saving half. 
Uh, it might take you some time. You might need to work a couple winters to do it, but I believe you can do it. And I think if you have the heart and desire and you have the blueprint, the format, you know, as a coach, I don't go into a blind. I got a game against the number one ranked team in this area tomorrow. I've been watching film for a week now. I'm finding what they, what they're good at, what they're, you know, you know, what their tendencies are. You don't go into a guy, you don't go into a game blind. Why would you go into your business hoping that you're going to make it till next year? You have to sit down and decide, listen, I am going to make it because I am purposeful driven. We started a program a couple of years ago in our church. Instead of uh, reactionary giving, we have what's called purposeful driven giving. We're not going to react to an emergency. We're going to plan for the emergency up front. We're going to be, we're going to be vision minded giving. And instead of every time there's an emergency, we have to get to the pulpit and we have to tell people, oh, we have this big, huge thing. No, you got to understand that life is going to hit and you need to have the finances before the emergency hits. And that takes the stress out of business and it takes the stress out of life. A lot of people ask me, well, Johnny, you're so, you're solo, Johnny. You'll never be able to take a vacation. Why? Who said I couldn't take a vacation? Who told you that? Who said that? When finances aren't an issue, you just walk away for a week. What's the worst thing? You communicate with people. Hey, your lawn might not get cut this week. It might get cut. It might not get cut. You can do it. There's not. There's no one to tell you that you can't. You just do it. I've taken a vacation every year, Paul. There's every year during the season. Not, you're not talking about you took a vacation in January. You took a vacation in July or in the heat. You know, in in peak season. I went this year in July a week down the Deep Creek. We rented a boat for a week. I did not answer my phone for a week. I did not. I came back, picked up right where I left off, and I've done this every year. We, we went for like six years straight to. Ocean City, Maryland. The only person that's stopping you from taking a vacation outside of your money issues is you because you are afraid your mind tells you that you're going to lose those customers. You got to realize how valuable you are. You are a person, you're an entrepreneur. You are absolutely 100% an asset to them. You are saving them time. They do not have to worry about their lawn because you're going to take care of them. You're going to show up every week. If it rains, you come the next day. You are going to meet their expectations. You are an asset. And if that customer is going to get rid of you because you skipped their lawn for a week or you subbed it out to one of your best friends and paid him for a week. Uh, there's been years. Uh, last year, because, of, because it was a little dry in July, I was able to take the week off and there was no issues. Some years. I will subcontract out my work uh, to a good friend of mine. And I say, listen, can you help me? You're going to be in this neighborhood all day. Can you cut such and such and such? And uh, I really appreciate it. Now, if you have a customer that is absolutely demanding that their lawn be cut every single year or every single week and you can't miss a week, well, well then you make arrangements for it. You figure it out. You don't, man, why would you want to go to the beach in February when you can go, my man, in, in, in August, Peak time when everyone's there. It's it's hot out. It's beautiful. I mean, your family deserves that. Your family deserves that. 
Absolutely. What's your tip for the communication? You, let's say the finances are taken care of. Guys will listen to your advice, saved up the winter fund. The, the, you know, money's not the issue, but there is that fear. Well, if I just don't show up, they'll probably fire me. How, how have you learned to communicate that, you know, your company is on vacation for the week of, you know, July 14th to 21 or whatever? Well, what's the best way to, to make it clear to the cu- customer so that they do understand that you'll re- be returning the week after your vacation? Well, communication clears controversy. That's, that is clearly a life lesson. If communication clears controversy, then you communicate it to your customer, either by letter or you hand call them or you knock on their door, whichever your way. Now, I'm a little bit more intimate because I, I've been solo for so long that it's a little bit more intimate. I can just, you know, if I see them pulling their hey, Mr. So-so, how are you? Oh, everything's going good? I just want to let you know that, you know, me and the family, the girls, we're going to head out to Ocean City next week. Um, you may see so-and-so here. Don't think anything about it. I'm taking care of all that. Um, if you have any issues, please don't hesitate. Give me a call. Um, 98% of your customers are going to say you deserve it because you are, you are working so hard during the season. You know, um, the only person telling you no, Paul, is you. You know, uh, I've gotten questions like, how do you get to every single one of your girls' games? And I'm like, what do you mean? How do you not get to their games? I pulled up to the, the field, soccer field, to the to the uh, softball field, to gym, gyms in my truck and trailer. I walk in and I watch my games and, you know, I'll, I'll blow them a kiss and tell them I love them. They did great. And you, you walk out of the gym. What you make a priority, and again, this is a Dave Ramsey theory, what you make a priority, you, you will make exception for. What you make a priority, you will make exception for. So things have to be a priority. If taking a vacation is priority, you'll make an exception to figure it out. Meaning saying this, if Dave Ramsey did a really good thing, he said, if I could, if I told you, he asked the crowd, how many people could raise $5,000 in six months right now? And, and few people did, uh, kind of, maybe. He said, what if I said, if you had, if you needed to raise $5,000 for your kid's medicine or your kid would die, how many could figure out how to raise $5,000? Every hand in the place went up. Mm-hmm. That struck something in me. And that's the passion of business, which you make a priority, you'll make exception for. So you can, you can do it. You can do it. Um, you can do anything you want to, as long as you, as long as you begin with the end in mind. Listen, I'm taking a vacation. All right, what's it going to cost me? Where am I going? And how do I do it? When you go on vacation, you don't just go on vacation, do you? You plan it all out. Hey, this is where I'm staying. This is what time I'm leaving. This is what, what this is when I'm leaving. What time I'm entering? This is the time I'm leaving. This is what we're going to do. It's no difference than your business. If you don't treat your business like that, you will be miserable. And that's why I believe a lot of people fail because they don't begin with the end in mind. They're just hoping, they're hoping and praying that maybe God would bless them or, or they would just get through it. But I, I believe once you, when you get down to the facts, the numbers, the, the system, it, it, to me it's a game. And as a coach, I see it as a game. And I like to win. You know, I like to be winning. I like to go into a basketball game knowing by the middle of the third quarter, there's nothing this team can do to come back. Mm-hmm. We've exploited everything. They're they're done. They're destroyed. It's just a matter of 
when I got a 30 point lead in the third quarter, you're not coming back. Mm-hmm. It's, it's done. So I worked hard to build that 30 point lead. So when that lead, when I got that finances in the back by, by September, by Labor Day, the rest of that money, that profit that you've been stocking away, that's new equipment. That's, that's fun money. That's your vacation money. That there's so much you can do. Uh, it is sacrificial, though. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you. There's times where you have to sacrifice. You, you would love to, you know, go do something else instead of saving for this winter fund and hoping that you'll get through the winter. I don't, I don't hope. I want to know that this game is won um, by the third quarter. And uh, it's just, it's just a basketball, football analogy, four periods. And once you figure out, the main thing is, is knowing the rules. You know, you've got to know the rules of the game. And once you figure out what that number is that you need to crack and you can live on half, you, you can do it. it. It's painful. It was painful those first couple of years to live on half. But as you start to grow your business and make more and more money and you don't get over the halfway point, meaning your income, your bills do not exceed half of your income. That's the most important part. I mean, people will leverage themselves 75% and try to live on a quarter. And, and that's where they get themselves in trouble in some years. Don't ever go over that 50%. That's just me, though. Most landscapers are so tired, they just want to enjoy a little of their evenings. However, you often go home and your bookkeeping from the day or week immediately demands your time. Unfortunately, because you can't give it your full energy or focus, it just sits there, night after night, untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good cash flow, good decision making, and the peace of mind you need. Because your business demands your time elsewhere, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a full service bookkeeping solution that is guaranteed to give you your time back and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to www.gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends, all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. We'll take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at www.gulfcoastbk.com. Truly, I don't think there's ever been a better time to learn the secrets of how to properly install pavers and retaining walls. Our good friend, Caleb Allman, has years of knowledge and experience, and he has his upgraded comprehensive guide videos available right now at thehardscapeacademy.com. Guys, these aren't your local hardware store's DIY YouTube videos. Caleb will take you in-depth into planning, safety, materials, base, compaction, drainage, regulations, efficiency, and so much more. This course is endorsed by Paul Jamison, and it's your opportunity just to expand your business potential by learning from highly regarded hardscape professional, Caleb Allman. Get started now at thehardscapeacademy.com. Well, friends, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Johnny Moe. So many good nuggets in there. Look at these notes, Marty. I was just uh, scribbling all this down as fast as I could because he just keeps dropping nugget after nugget. And he says, begin with the end in mind. You know, you should probably make that the title of, of this episode, Marty. That was really the, the heartbeat of what he was saying is begin with the end 
in mind. And I think all of us, maybe we have a different end in mind. Our versions of success, our definition of success may vary, but for me, I'm really working through that. What is the end? What, what do I really want to be said of my life when it's all said and done? What are those goals? And then from there, just reverse engineer. Well, how do I get there? And Johnny Moe, this isn't a theory. This is something that he's lived. And when you've been in this industry for 25 years, you have a 20 year marriage that's healthy. You have two kids that love you and you're, you know, actively involved in their life. He's obviously done it right. So it's all ears on my end. When you have that level of credibility, we really appreciate Johnny being on today's show. And the good news is he'll be back for tomorrow's episode. We'll do part two, where I want to ask him about why he transitioned from having two crews to going solo and proud as he, that's his terminology. So we will do that on tomorrow's show. Hey, thanks to today's show sponsor, Graham Spray Equipment, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, the Hardscape Academy, and the Debt-Free Landscaper. We appreciate them. Uh, and you can uh, get their products in today's show notes. The, the link's there. Once you click on the link, it will take you over to Graham Spray Equipment or it'll take you over to the Debt-Free Landscaper, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, Hardscape Academy. It's just one click away. What is also one click away is my new book, Cut That Grass and make that cash. How to start and grow a successful lawn care and landscaping business. Guys, we are thrilled at the way this came out. It was a gigantic team effort. And uh, I acknowledge all the time, Mr. Producer, for being a part of this project, but he really did. What I did is I sat at my kitchen table and I thought about, this is kind of weird, but this is just how my brain worked. I thought about myself 10 or so years ago when I was just getting started. And that's who I basically wrote the book for. Now I know I can't go back in time and redo my business, but I know other people will be in my shoes where I was just a rookie and I was just trying to figure out this lawn business and what's the best practices and how do I do it? And eventually I made a bunch of mistakes and I learned my lessons. But what if you could avoid the mistakes that I made? you can read the book. That's why I wrote it. And uh, so anyway, I'd sit at my kitchen table and write and write and write. And then I would uh, send it over to Mr. Producer on Google drive. He would take a look at, you know, the updated new chapter I did for the day. And then he would edit it, revise it, send it back to me. And we just go through that process. It took a while, but uh, it's complete and uh, it is out. It's on Amazon and uh, Barnes everywhere, Barnes and Noble, Walmart. But the easiest way to get it is just click on the link in today's show notes. That will take you over to Amazon. If you already have your account with Amazon, Amazon Prime, it will get there very fast and uh, just a couple clicks away. You guys know how convenient Amazon makes things. So time-tested advice on how to increase your profits, how to recognize and avoid the mistakes that many new lawn care and landscape professionals consistently make, and best practices for long-term success and achieving your goals. You'll get all of that and much, much more in my new book, Cut That Grass and Make That Cash. Pick up your copy today. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.